It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, it's Conrad Thompson. Just wanted to thank you for checking out the podcast here on YouTube. If you haven't already, please support our show. The fastest and easiest way to do so, just hit the subscribe button. It's free. And you might also want to hit the notifications bell so you're notified when new files are uploaded here to YouTube. The cool thing about this channel, we're not only uploading the entire episodes, we're also going to let you check out little bite-sized clips if you want to share it with the wrestling fan in your life. And we'd love to help you save some money. That's what I do by day. Um, hey, hey, it's Conrad on Twitter. You can also find me at savewithconrad.com and I'd be proud to help your family save some money with my family. It really is that simple. We're licensed in more than 40 states and if you're a homeowner, it's not a matter of if we can save you money, it's a matter of how much. We routinely help our podcast listeners save five, six, seven, even 800 bucks a month and I'm talking to you if you've got credit card debt, we can help you get rid of it just like that. You don't need perfect credit either. Even credit scores in the 500s can be approved and it's free to find out how much money you can save. It really is no cost, no obligation. And since we're licensed in more than 40 states, why wouldn't you do this? Maybe you're in a 30 year loan. If you are, you're overpaying your single biggest bill. We've recently helped some of our podcast listeners save more than $100,000 worth of unnecessary interest. Find out how much money you can save right now for free at savewithconrad.com. And thanks for listening to the podcast here on YouTube. Hey guys, it's the hardcore legend Mick Foley here, and I need to call a quick timeout, a brief timeout, because I wanted to tell your listeners what I have been telling Foley is Pod listeners for a while now about all the cool things happening over on adfreeshows.com. We kick off 2023 by going back to 1983 and the debut of the NWA U.S. Heavyweight Championship, commonly referred to as the 10 Pounds of Silver, on an all-new edition of Title Chase. Over time, it was just kind of worn out, and then uh, Magnum T.A. told me himself that he finally just polished some of the rest of it out because it just had some, just some little bit in the corners or whatever that uh, had hung on, and so he just finished the job. Our book series continues, and this time we turn to Jim Crockett Promotions. Conrad and David Crockett dive into Jim Crockett Jr.'s handwritten booking logs from January 1985. So tell us exactly what we're looking at here, the Red Books. All right, the Red Books, I have to tell you, are basically, and I'll hold one up, this 
is a calendar for a book for 1985. Yep. All right. In it, I'm just going to turn full page. Handwritten uh, the matches and also the gross of the city towns that we're in, the matchups. And this is the Bible. It was started with my father. On January 24th, Ad-Free Shows is bringing you another premium watch-along event as we celebrate the 35-year anniversary of the very first Royal Rumble. And we're watching it live with the winner of that historic match, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Oh, hey folks, I'm WWE Hall of Famer Hacksaw Jim Duggan from the golden age of wrestling. And I'm celebrating the 35th anniversary of my win in the first ever Royal Rumble by watching this Royal Rumble on adfreeshows.com. Join me January 24th at 9 p.m. adfreeshows.com. Tough guy, first ever winner. Ho! That's just a small taste, a sampling, if you will, of what we have waiting for you with four levels to choose from. Four. See for yourself why ad-free shows is the best value in wrestling today. Sign up now, right now, at adfreeshows.com. Yeah. Hey, hey, it's Conrad Thompson, and you're listening to Grillin' JR with the voice of wrestling, Mr. Jim Ross. Jim, how are you, man? I'm good. I'm in Oklahoma. As you might be able to tell, uh, with the background in my little office in Norman. So, uh, it's been good. I had a busy week last week, boy, a lot of flying, man. It's hard to get to, uh, from Jacksonville to Portland, Oregon, unless you're just really patient five hour flight. Then I flew on Saturday. I flew from Portland to Seattle and connected from Seattle on Alaska airlines to, uh, Oklahoma city. So I've been here since Saturday afternoon and uh, watched the football, obviously watched the Jags game, man. What a game that was unbelievable. You know, I had a gut feeling Conrad, this is going to sound, you know, front runner stuff, kissing Tony Khan's ass <clears throat> stuff that we all do. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, well, I, what the hell it's truth is truth. You know, you got to take care of your boss. And I felt so good about, I, I had tears in my eyes and that game was over and here's why I've gotten to know Mr. Khan pretty well. And I know how much he's committed. You know, he, I don't know how many million he signed, he, he spent in free agency, but it was huge money more than anybody else. And they, and the GM hit the, hit the right, pick the right selections to bring in. They both, they bolstered up the receiving core. They gave Trevor Lawrence some, some guys to throw to that could actually catch the ball and mix touchdowns. So I was really uh, moved by that because I know how much he was dedicated to this damn thing, not just in the dollars. I mean, the guy's worth eight, he's worth $8.2 billion. So signing, you know, several, uh, several million to these uh, free agents didn't bust the bank, but it's a hell of a commitment. So uh, I was really happy for their family, and I, I'm glad that they got a lot of uh, positive feedback, uh, and exposure. Uh, so, uh, it's, it'll be, uh, I'm thinking about going to the game Saturday. I'm not sure if I'm going to go or not, but I'm thinking about it. They take care of me real good. So I may do that because it's going to be another raucous, crazy full house, uh, cause of the playoffs. 
Right. Playoffs. Playoffs. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's good. Good weekend. And, of course, as we're recording this on Monday morning, the big SEC versus Big 12 matchup is tonight. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I do want to mention that uh, the Jaguars are, are maybe one of the feel-good stories of the year in the NFL, especially what they overcame with the whole Urban Meyer disaster and, yeah. how, and how they bounce back from that has been really impressive. But even more impressive, I think you were just quoting the um, the old net worth of Mr. Khan from maybe when you first signed. My man's yeah. worth $11.5 now. So things oh, are good yeah. in the Khan family. Good. Let's go to lunch, Mr. Khan. Yeah, lunch is on him every time. I got a, I got a spot. <laughs> and, he, and you know what? He's such a nice man. I'm not saying that just to, if you knew him, oh, there's JR. He's going off again. He's kissing ass. Well, maybe I am. That's what you want to think. Uh, that'd be about as bright as Tommy Dreamer's statement last week that got a little stretch uh, that I didn't. Uh, my generation doesn't know how to bring people together and talk and solve problems. That doesn't have an age barrier, by the way. Uh, so, <clears throat> but I, I, uh, I, I, I think that, uh, when you got to know the man, he's, he's super, he's super. He's always asking about my cancer th- uh, treatments and, and all these things. He's, he cares about the individual. And I, I was just looking at his face in the locker room and on the field it was heartwarming to me because I know the guy. And that's a hell of an investment, Conrad. That's that's big time. That's kind of like what you pay uh, Shivani and Bischoff and all oh, those guys. Listen to you. <laughs> I, I, by the way, I agree with what you're saying about Mr. Khan. I actually met him years before AEW was a thing. Uh, I do a lot of business. or used to do a lot of business with a big bank down there in Jacksonville, Florida Capital, and uh, wound up meeting him there. I think he was maybe on the board or something at the time. And it was crazy all these years later when I'm doing a podcast with Rick and become friendly with Tony. It's like. Man, what a small world it is. And yeah, if you're not careful, man, uh, it'll slip up on you. Time is just flying by and I can't believe it's already Royal rumble time again. Here we are in I January know. and yep. I thought, Hey, what better thing to do than talk about the Royal rumble 20 years ago. And that's what we're going to be doing today. Talking about the Royal rumble 2003. And, uh, of course we're on the heels of Armageddon 02, where we, ha- we saw triple H as the raw world champion defeat Shawn Michaels. In a three stages of hell match, uh, Kurt Angle is the SmackDown world champion, having defeated Big Show. And now, of course, we're trying to see what's going to happen at the Rumble and then start charting the course for WrestleMania. Uh, Meltzer would say that the show on December 16th in Orlando was the first good Raw show in a long time. It was built around the Steiner contract signing as the main event. And Bischoff had promised Triple H a tribute as the main event. And when Steiner and Triple H were both asked to back off the spot, they refused. And of course, this is a little bit like, um, our imitating life. Uh, I think at different times, Scott Steiner has, uh, had strong feelings about a lot of people in wrestling, but he was certainly a big star in WCW, uh, dropping that WCW world title to Booker T on the very last nitro. And he's a player. I mean, I don't know another way to say it. What was your experience like getting him signed, bringing him in and these early instances where we're seeing him on TV, were you happy with the way that was going? Just how was the Scott Steiner experience going this far? Well, I knew it would probably be a little challenging just by Scotty's nature. Uh, and I can't blame him. You know, you want your details and all the I's dotted and T's crossed when you're doing a contract. It was a healthy contract. 
but it wasn't going to be a, a cakewalk. But it was uh, it was probably his best option, quite frankly. I think WWE had the most leverage in that negotiation. But you know, he was a talent that had a lot of name identity, and he was related to main events. So uh, it was a I thought it was a good get. Uh, but you knew that Scotty's nature and his competitiveness uh, would uh, at somewhere rear its head. It did more often than not. So uh, I don't say that in a bad way. Just he took care of his business and, uh, and could be hard to get along with at times. I really never had any issues with the cowboy had issues with him, uh, which, you know, the cowboy thing kind of buried me there at, uh, at the end. I saw something Eric posted the other day. We talked about that a little bit. It's kind of interesting. So, uh, but it was, a, it was a good get uh, Connie. It was a good, he was a, he was a big star and we needed more star power. And we felt like he was going to provide that. It's interesting to think about the Scott Steiner thing and how from the outside looking in, you would say, well, this wasn't as successful as we would have hoped. And, and I'm sure we'll talk about that in the coming months, but he's starting off with a program with the top guy, with the world champ on the a show. Cause make no mistake in this era, raw was the a show and he's not even going to be on WrestleMania. And we're going to talk about how we got sideways there. But speaking of WrestleMania, we start to set that up with Chris Jericho doing a promo saying that Shawn Michaels was his hero, but now he's washed up and he's the has been kid. And of course that ends with, uh, Shawn Michaels laying out Jericho with a super kick and Shawn Michaels has that ever so perfect timing. We know they're going to be on a collision course for WrestleMania. Um, I'm curious when, when you're thinking about in hindsight, how to best program Scott Steiner. This could go a few different ways, I'm sure. But did you think in hindsight, putting him straight away with Hunter, the world champ, was that the right call? Or should we have warmed him up with some other talent before we put him in the world title picture? Well, if you want the perception to be, he's a star and he could be the next world champion. And he, he can, he comes in very lauded and very, uh, with high expectations, uh, not a bad place to start. And I also think it made him comfortable a little bit more comfortable because it shows that WWE was very serious when uh, we were talking about with him that, you know, we're going to use you, we're going to, you're going to be in a top spot, uh, and, uh, let the, let's let the, uh, let the cards fall where they may. And so it was, I don't think it was a bad thing. I mean, you, there's, Hey, look, there's a lot of right ways to do a wrestling angle. Yes. There's a lot of right ways to, to get something to skin the cat, so to speak. So I don't, I, in hindsight, I had no major issues with that, that pairing. Well, what's interesting is Meltzer's complimentary saying that this gives the main event, a fresh feel it hasn't had in a long time because there was, you know, if you're using with the same, if you're dealing with the same talent, you fall into these ruts and it does start to develop a sense of a sameness. Right. But Meltzer would say this most importantly, they're going to put Steiner on top right away before he has time to get injured. The other thing they'll need to do is keep Steiner out of the ring and serious matches on TV. He can do one minute squashes, but nothing more. The more people see him as noted already at the house shows he's worked, the less over he gets. Now, I guess we should just address the elephant in the room. He came in, um, injured. I mean, he's beat up. He's banged up. He's been in wrestling yeah. a long time. He's carrying a lot of weight. He's putting a lot of stress on those muscles and tendons and joints and uh, he's pushed it to the limit and he is 
a genetic freak and, and once upon a time had one of the most dynamic moves in all of wrestling in the Frankensteiner, but that was 20 years prior, um, or 10 years prior at this point was drop foot and some of his other injuries that he had a major concern for WWE. Did you think we got to get as much out of him as we can up front? Or is that just Meltzer maybe trying to piece it together? I, I don't know. I think, uh, I think we're obviously all aware of Scotty's physical limitations Yeah, and the fact that he was, uh, he came in, uh, you know, without, he brought those with him. You know, you mentioned the drop foot thing and, and then he's, he's torn. I don't know how many muscles he's torn. There were several, uh, serious surgery oriented and needed issues. So I think you want to get the most out of him. You can as quickly as you can not knowing how long he's going to stay healthy. And, uh, so that was kind of, that's how I looked at that deal. Get it while you can. And hopefully knock on wood, he stays healthy and we get a little quote unquote run out of him. Uh, so, but it was, it was, uh, to freshen up the roster, get a name on there that everybody in the wrestling world knew and was familiar with. So, uh, Again, you know, anytime we could do these shows, we go back and look, we, we could always discover ways to have done it differently that may have worked better than the original. Right. But you know, it's like anything else, Connie, hell you don't know until you try it. Right. And uh, that's kind of what we did. Let's, let's try it and see where we are. And if anybody can get great matches out of uh, Scotty in his injured and, and flawed physical state, it would be triple H or Shawn Michaels, somebody like that. But uh, Triple H uh, raised his hand and got a new dancing partner, and so then our 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 lot was let's just wait and see how it's going to work out, you know. So that's that's where I see that that matter. It was interesting to discuss, but I think at the end of the day, the smart money was let's let's get this thing started. Let's get a match in a ring. Let's let's go with this thing and see where it takes us. If we're lucky, we hit we catch lightning in the bottle. If we're not lucky, then we kind of knew that this was going to be a challenging uh, proposition. Well, let's catch you up on what else is going on in WWE land. Kurt angle is now with Paul Heyman. Uh, they're trying to get him set up for the whole Lesnar angle. Uh, because we know they're going to get together at WrestleMania. Tori and Al Wilson story is going on with Don Marie. And it's announced that the wedding of Don Marie and Al Wilson is going to be taking place on SmackDown as silly as it is. Ratings have always been friendly to weddings, which I don't really understand. Right. Me uh, neither. And then Ernest Miller is here handling some backstage interviews. And I'm fascinated by that. I mean, this is a guy who just oozes charisma, or at least he did in WCW. How, whose idea was it to say, Hey man, let's just try him as a backstage interviewer. I don't know. Eric may have had something to do that with a suggestion. I'm not sure. Connie, uh, wouldn't surprise me if they're buddies. And I like Ernest. Ernest, I saw Ernest just a few months ago, and we hadn't had, you know, I think I let him go on Vince's command, so I, I could see where he would have a reason to not uh, be my in my fan club, so to speak. But he was really cool, and uh, and we talked it out, and it was like adults do, and and I uh, I, I have a lot of a newfound respect for Ernest. I know he's still doing his uh, martial arts stuff and, and in the Atlanta area, I think. Yep. So, so, uh, but I, I, I came to, I came to see Ernest as a more, uh, as in a different light 
Uh, and, uh, and so that was good. Hey, look, we're just, we're trying to try different things. And that's what that was. Let's just try it. And so we were in the, let's try this thing. You know, uh, I'd rather invest my time in earnest than a wedding, but you know, that's, that's how that worked. Let's, uh, let's talk about some other creative from this era that I'm sure you remember. Maybe not so fondly. Uh, Meltzer wrote this Bischoff and chief Morley were mad at Ross and Lawler because Ross said during a commercial that they should be worrying more about business and less about humiliating people. And we'd have a better TV show. There was so much irony in that Bischoff threatened us with Tony Schiavone and Jesse Ventura as announcers. Just when I thought raw couldn't possibly get any worse. It was all to set up a match with Ross and Lawler in the main event. This is the first time I think I remember hearing Tony Schiavone's named uh, name mentioned on WWE programming since like 1990. Uh, what'd you think of this creative of, Hey, we're going to threaten you guys with your jobs and then put you in a match. Well, this is silly. Hot shotting. It was hot shotting in my view. I, you'll never hear me say, Oh, I love that angle where I got in the ring. <laughs> never. I, I just, I, and, and the reason I say that is a, I, I, my athletic skills and my wrestling training to take a flat back or to do anything to protect myself never happened, which, you know, what it was, uh, and it took time away from real talent from real wrestlers. And I don't fit in that category. So I was, Hey, I was willing to, to be a team player as always and do my best to not suck too bad, but, uh, I, I wasn't crazy about it. I just, I wasn't crazy about any of the angles I, I did because I just felt like it took time away from real wrestlers who needed the TV time. Simple as that. But Hey, I went along with it and it was what it was. I don't know how, I know it probably sucked, but I don't know that it. It could have sucked worse, I guess, but you know, I was surrounded by some real good talent. Anytime your Lawler's your partner, you know, you're going to be in pretty good shape. He's going to keep the, he's going to keep the rudder in the water and, uh, help me through the, through the choppy waters, if you will. But you know, it was, I don't, I don't know how the ratings were on that. I don't even remember. I think they probably were okay because it was unique. It's like a train wreck. You know, it's, you got to stop and look. Hey guys, are you looking for a great father's day gift idea? I know I was, and I found it a couple of years ago with paint your life with paint your life. You get a hand painted portrait created to fit almost any budget. And it's a great gift idea for your mom, your dad, or both. You see paint your life transforms your photos into a one of a kind, beautiful hand painted portrait done by professional artists. You can upload a photo to create anything you can imagine, maybe in a special location or a favorite pet. There's lots of options. You pick the artist, the medium. And you even get to work with the artist to make sure it's perfect. You get started in less than five minutes and you can get the portrait in as little as two weeks. You can give the most meaningful gift you've ever given at paintyourlife.com. And there's no risk. If you don't love the final painting, your money's refunded guaranteed. And right now as a limited time offer, get 20% off. That's right. 20% off and free shipping to get this special offer. Text the word Ross to 87204. That's Ross to 87204. Text Ross to 87204. Paint your life. Celebrate the moments that matter most. Message and data rates may apply. See paintyourlife.com slash terms for details. Well, something we all stopped to look at was the arm wrestling gimmick, which in hindsight, most of us will say, oh, that's lame. But man, they really did this really well. This arm wrestling angle 
with, uh, with, with big Papa pump and, and triple H, I know it feels like it's something out of the eighties, but I mean, these guys have the great physiques that made the WWE what it was in the eighties. And I thought the execution of this angle was fantastic. And then of course, as our friend Bruce would say at the Royal rumble, that damn bell had to ring. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Whether you like it or not, we got to go. <laughs> the main event. I can't believe this is real. Jim Ross and Jerry Lawler wrestling William Regal and Lance storm. They're going to end their winning streak at eight weeks in a row. Meltzer would say it was your basic Christmas feel good deal. Uh, they've got the university of Oklahoma or the Oklahoma university pet band is what Meltzer calls it, which makes me happy. Uh, and they're playing the, the ring entrance for you. And then they play it again. And then the Dudleys hold you up on their shoulders. And this is a rare, you know, normally when they come to Oklahoma, well, jr has got to kiss somebody's ass, or we're going to pull his own head out of his ass, or we're going to break a cinder block over his head, or we're going to have stone cold <laughs> cut his face, but Hey, you got a good day here. What happened? What do you mean? <laughs> Why were they nice randomly? Like goodness oh, gracious. Well, you got, we didn't mention it. It was, this was in Oklahoma city. Yes, yes, yes. As you, as you may have mentioned that, uh, and the pet band, for lack of a better term, turned out to play the entrance. I thought that was a nice gesture by the WWE. Absolutely. I also think it was a way to get them out of the building and on their way back to Connecticut a little earlier. Cause when I got to the back, nobody was there. <laughs> <laughs> so, so much of the celebration. Oh, good job. JR. You, you pulled it through and look a lot of credit for how that match, uh, was perceived and executed, uh, goes to, uh, Regal Lance storm and, uh, uh, Lawler, of course. And so I just kind of followed along tried to stay out of the way and then did my little part, wherever that was going to be. But I do remember that it left the, the crowd left feeling good. Uh, they, the, the ovation was outstanding. That was very cool for a fat old announcer to get that kind of deal. And the Dudley's doing their thing and, uh, hoisting me up on their shoulders. I'm just glad they didn't get hernias and stuff for lifting me uh, or drop me. Uh, I was ready for that too. Cause you never know when Vince says, Hey, uh, if you drop Jr., it might not be a bad thing. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> so, but I th I've always thought that it was a way to get those guys to the airport so they could fly back to Connecticut uh, a little bit earlier. So, but fine. It was all right. But this, but the presentation I thought was pretty decent. That was far the best, uh, use of Jr. as a good wrestler. I use that term very loosely, uh, that we ever did. Uh, in, uh, in, since I, while I was there, I love that you said that they were all looking to hit the road back to Connecticut afterwards. And maybe you're looking to hit the road and make some new memories in 2023. If that's on your, like uh, new year's resolution list to spend more quality time with your family or, or do more traveling, can I rep recommend camper max camper max is excited to introduce you to a whole new family opportunity of building those memories year round. Camper Max specializes in max discounted pricing on tra travel trailers and fifth wheel RVs that can be delivered anywhere in the lower 48. You can do this from your office, your cell phone, or your couch. That's right. They will bring it to you. Just click or call and find out how easy it is to start enjoying the RVing lifestyle. Now, how easy is it? Well, the Camper Max discount will fit any budget, offering easy financing with extended terms. It's just too easy. Visit CamperMax.com or give them a call at 256-320-7033, home of the max discount. 
As a sidebar here, if you're looking to purchase a motorhome, hang in there. My buddy Rod is working on that now, and they'll deliver it to you anywhere in the lower 48. That's CamperMax.com. That's pretty cool. They're going to deliver it. I think that's a neat deal. That shows old Rod's trying to sell mobile homes or travel trailers. Yeah, he is. I I like it. I like his entrepreneurial spirit. I love that. Check it out. CamperMax.com, two X's in CamperMax.com. Let's talk about the... uh, the new angle that we're going to be introducing, pardon the pun. Now there's a team angle. We're going to put Haas and Benjamin with Kurt angle. This is one of the great groups of this era. Uh, some legit amateur badasses, and we're going to put them together as a group. I mean, this is one of those things that could have went on much longer. I feel than maybe it did just, I love the pairing. I love this trio. What'd you think? I liked it. I liked them a lot. They're. You know, Sheldon, <clears throat> I said oftentimes that Sheldon was uh, that one all-star class that we signed that included Lesnar and uh, Batista and Cena and Orton and Shelton. And that by far the best pure athlete of the group that caught it quicker, that got it, so to speak, was Shelton. Sheldon's issues were always the fact that he charisma wise, just didn't directly connect to the audience. But athletically speaking, you know, uh, Sheldon needed a manager. Sheldon needed a mouthpiece to help him move it, move the needle a little bit. So uh, Sheldon finally got a little break there, which I was very happy for. Uh, you know, uh, Charlie Haas, an Oklahoma kid from Edmond, Oklahoma. And so I had a little special place in my heart for him. So it was, uh, and of course, Kurt was one of our signees, and he was, I just thought it had, had that match had or that fairing had a lot of a lot of chemistry and had a lot of symmetry and had a lot of credibility. So uh, I I enjoyed that presentation a great deal for many different reasons. Well, when the wedding finally takes place, uh, with with Al Wilson and um, Don Marie, Don Marie had vowed to get married naked. Stephanie wouldn't let her do it, but she did let her get married in her underwear. The segment Meltzer would say as good as the Billy and Chuck wedding was, this was just as bad. And <laughs> Al's going to get married in his tidy whiteies, as you see there, if you're watching along with us on YouTube, um, I don't know, man, I don't really, I understand that this is sports entertainment, but this is maybe too much of the good stuff, huh? Yeah, it was probably uh, a forced deal. It was the entertainment side of sports entertainment. Uh, and sometimes those are dread dreaded. Uh, this was, it wasn't a great idea. You know, everybody in it were good people. They tried hard. They were just doing their role, playing their role, know your role. If you smell what JR's cooking, uh, somebody else did that already. Uh, so I don't know. I, it, it, it didn't have a great chance of succeeding. No. So, and, and so did they get the most out of it? They could, I think they did. But it was just, it was, it was bound to fail. It just was not going to happen. We're wondering, is it going to happen? Is Kurt angle going to be able to make it to the Royal rumble? He shows up to these shows limping badly and people are concerned. We know he's going to power through and probably against all good damn common sense, wind up going through with WrestleMania. Uh, but along the way we get this debut match with Haas and Benjamin taking on Benoit and edge. It's a DQ because edge uh, or angle is going to interfere. Uh, but Meltzer would say this is a good debut and it gives them a strong first match. Um, 
were you concerned? I mean, I understand if we're going to, we want to keep the angle thing front and center. And if he's hurt, it makes sense to put two guys with him and together they look like a group of American gladiators, but they're yep. legit badass amateur wrestlers. Were you concerned that, Hey, angle might not make it or had you guys already decided he's going to nut up no matter what? Well, how do you, Kurt, you can't count Kurt angle out of, you know, he's just resilient as hell. And he worked through so many different injuries. And I thought it would be a, a relief for him to have two other guys that could basically be his surrogates, uh, in this scenario. And they were good surrogates. I mean, these guys could, could wrestle. And, uh, I just, I love seeing them getting their opportunity and where they would run with it. It was, uh, refreshing. And it gave Kurt the, the money guy in that trio was Kurt. So consequently it gave Kurt uh, a tag out. It gave, he could be at ringside. He could do promos. He could still maintain his exposure, uh, until he got healthier. The next episode of uh, raw is going to see uh, Rosie and Rico and Jamal and Batista beat the Dudleys. Uh, Bischoff is upset that the Dudleys had helped you and, uh, and Lawler. So he's punishing them. And then in the middle of this same show, we have a 25 minute segment, which is a bodybuilding pose down, which might be the first one in history where the guys wore pants. Uh, but Meltzer would say this segment went brutally long and I know that, you know, Clearly that's part of the attraction of, of a guy like Scott Steiner. And there's lots of comments from triple H like, Hey, he's built for show. I'm built to go blah, blah, blah. But they both legitimately do have a bodybuilding background. And as silly as this may seem here, 20 years ago, back in the eighties, Rick Rude and, and ultimate warrior were doing these successfully. And it happened in a bunch of other territories too. Did this right. feel out of place or did it feel like a throwback that we hadn't seen in a while, at least to you? I wasn't worried about the throwback part aspect of it, Connie. And I can see where your point is and what you're, where you're going, but, uh, it felt, uh, it felt real. It felt organic. And, uh, so, uh, no, no, no issues with that. <clears throat> you gotta, it's the same basic mindset that we just talked about. Kurt having him at ringside, having him doing promos, have, keep maintaining his exposure on television was, it was important. Uh, because he was Kurt Angle, and we had he had a lot of money invested in him, and he was a star. So consequently, uh, that's where that was in my view that we maximized the minutes of the guys based on their physical limitations. It's just hard to book, man. It's hard to book when you got the stars you want to push are not physically ready to be to, to move forward. They need a they need a, a little time out, so to speak. And uh, so I think that worked out pretty well in that regard. Uh, but you know, but I, so the, the bodybuilding aspect was, it seemed like it fit both those guys have great bodies, as you said, Conrad, uh, so eloquently by God, I'm, I'm <laughs> trying, not to, trying not to tear, trying not to tear up here. Uh, but it was, uh, it was, it, it made sense. It made, it made sense. I'm with you and it went way too long. Yes. It went way too long, but the concept in general was sound. Well, the next episode of SmackDown is uh, maybe a little less sound. We're going to see footage from the, and I can't believe this is real. The honeymoon of Al Wilson and Don Marie. And wouldn't you know it, Don is ready to go, but Al's dead. He stops breathing and they bring in 
medics who were trying to revive him. Meltzer would say this was in poor taste. Uh, I, I don't really know how you would explain to someone if they walked into the room and you're watching this and what are you watching wrestling? What, uh, what did you think of the, the honeymoon angle here with Al and goodness gracious. I thought the same thing about the, the storyline in general. Yes. It was ill-fated. Uh, probably you're, you're dealing with unskilled actors, uh, unskilled wrestlers that have to become actors in a, you know, like a little segue here. Wasn't crazy about it. Uh, just thought it would put those talents in a unattainable situation. And Al, you know, Don, uh, killing Al, I guess the physical exertion, hell, I don't know, but it was a, it was a strange scenario that had a equally strange finish. In the observer, Meltzer compares this to the Owen Hart circumstance. Uh, really? that's a bit of a stretch for me. Would you agree with me that? Too. Yeah, absolutely. It's a whole different deal. Whole different deal. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I don't, and I understand days I, I get the logic. I, I assume I don't necessarily agree with it. I think one was, I don't even know how you could compare it to be honest with you, but he did. And there you go. Well, speaking of the Owen circumstance, Vince meets with Bret Hart on December 18th at Vince's condo in Boca Raton. It's their first face-to-face conversation they had since Owen's funeral in 99. And Meltzer would say it was largely something that an intermediary suggested. Both felt compelled not to insult the other by backing out after everything that had gone down. McMahon had already agreed with no strings attached to allow Hart the use of his photos for his upcoming book. Shortly after Hart suffered his stroke over the summer. What do you remember about this meeting and why do I feel like you may have been the intermediary? Uh, well, that happened. It was just a matter of let's communicate here. Let's. If nothing else, maybe we could just clear the air. And I know that was going to make a lot of talents happy. A lot of our Canadian talents, you know, uh, and, and American talents love Brett and rightfully so. And that's based on respect. Brett was one of the most respected athletes in the history of WWE. And still to this very day, I consider him that. Uh, so it was, uh, it was just time to, to clear the air. Both those guys that had great success working together, uh, you know, you don't foresee a stroke and things of that nature, but you never know. And so I was just happy that they, those two guys were willing to get together at great location. I've been to that condo many times. Beautiful. You know, Vince don't go, Vince don't go, uh, anything but first class. And he's always got a plan as evidence right now. You know, I, I tried to keep up with that a little bit. Uh, uh, here lately with Vince's return to the WWE. I don't know where that's headed, but I, as I said to you before we started recording, you know, uh, for any of us to think that uh, Vince McMahon, even at 77, I think he's 77, uh, something like that. He's older than me. And of course I'm, I'm old. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so what the hell, you know, uh, but for those that thought Vince is going to go silently into the night and, and never, never appear again, uh, was, was crazy. And I guess the, 
Conrad, I don't know, you, you may have kept up this better than me, uh, but certainly uh, it looks like Vince is back to help negotiate a sale of the company. At least that's what it seems like. And I might be wrong on that deal too, but it seems like that might be the, the deal that he's coming back to help orchestrate a sale. And, uh, but then what? Right. Yeah. You know? So it's going to be interesting days ahead for them. And I'm sure that the guys that work there are still trying to, you know, wonder what the hell's going on. My advice to them is just do your job, come to work on time. Don't be a problem child. Uh, don't be a baby. Uh, be willing to go along with things to see how it's going to work out. And, uh, that's kind of where I see that whole scenario coming. There's more to the story than meets the eye. One would assume. And, uh, knowing Vince as well as I do. And other than Brucey, I may be knowing better than just about anybody on your uh, ad free network. No doubt. Uh, working so closely with him for 26 years, you get a pretty good relationship established. And contrary to popular belief, Vince and I did have a very good relationship more often than not. It's just the fact that, that, uh, as a character TV character, the character of Jr. was uh, abused a little bit from time to time. And I tell you that, and without sounding like a egomaniac, it's because it worked. Right. It, it, the quarter hours always had a little, little bump. And so as long, and I was always hoping that it's some one, one, when the ratings came out after one of those episodes that it would suck pond water <laughs> so they would stop using me. Uh, but you know, you're a team guy. You, you can't be half-assed. It's like being pregnant, right? You either are, or you're not. Yeah. So you're either a team player or you're not a team player. I always wanted to believe that I was a team player from start to finish. And, uh, and I, and I still have that mindset. I'm not going to change my philosophy uh, you know, whatsoever. So, uh, but it was, it was interesting. It was interesting times. And we were trying so hard to embellish the sports entertainment side of the WWE television presentation. Pardon me. So, uh, that's what it was. And it was, I I think we tried too hard to, to get the, the, we, we were trying to balance sizzle and steak and I'm always a steak guy. And I think the fan, I think most fans are steak people. They want to see action and they want to see a, a compelling story. There's nothing more important in pro wrestling than the stories. A lot of guys you can hire that can do amazing things athletically. Uh, all the high flying stuff, the high risk stuff. Uh, there's a lot of talent. That's how they've been, they've been taught. And so many of them, unfortunately, believe that's the only way to go to get over. And it's far from the truth. It's not accurate. Uh, storytelling is your, your money. And, uh, I, I just, you know, we're just trying to come up with stories that people are going to be captivated by and, uh, and, and like, and accept. So, uh, that's kind of where I see that Connie. It just, it was, a unique time. We, we were trying to be too much Hollywood, I think, and not enough wrestling. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. 
FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. What was the uh, meeting like with Brett? Did you get a report back? I assume it's just the two of them. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way, that's how I suggested it because you don't need an audience. You don't need an audience there to have a, a, a clear the air meeting. Uh, cause then all of a sudden you, you are, is this guy working me or are we, is he performing or is this a true, honest, clean, uh, meeting to clear the air and to communicate and to put some of these uh, bad memories behind us. You can't keep celebrating. You can't keep remembering. You can't keep, you can't not continue to co commemorate the Montreal screw job. And so, uh, getting past that and getting those two guys together, I thought was just healthy. I thought it was healthy for both guys. And I, and I do, and to this very day, I still believe that. The other big name in Vince's rearview mirror at that point was Hulk Hogan. He's actually going to do uh, some media in Canada where he says, the only way I would come back is if it was, uh, in a high road, positive fashion. He says, basically he thinks wrestling needs to change quote. I'm doing this because I want to, not because I have to, it's fun. It's great. It feeds my ego. It feeds my family. It keeps me busy. It makes me feel worthwhile, but it has to be the high road for me. I have a hard time with my son explaining some things. Of course, I'm sure he's referencing things like Al Wilson having sex and dying and all mm -hmm. the silly nonsense, but Meltzer would say, well, he's coming out publicly like this because Vince isn't really keen on bringing him back. The relationship between Hulk Hogan and Vince McMahon over the years has been categorized as love, hate. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I think so. They, I think so. Uh, and that's another one that you've got to get past. I mean, the, uh, Hogan, no doubt had seen his better days in the ring. He's got a terribly, uh, uh, flawed back. He's had multiple surgeries. Uh, and so he can't be booked like he was in his heyday in the eighties. We're talking. You know, it's just, it's just not there. So, uh, I, I thought that was, should have been taken more into consideration. I think that there's money in Hogan if used correctly. Uh, and, but it, that using him correctly is not, he's not an everyday pitcher. He's going to be coming in and doing, you know, late inning relief or something. Uh, so I, I, uh, that was another one that should have been, the air should have been cleared and let's forget about the past. Let's forget about the money issues or the creative issues and all those things. Let's get the personal side because those guys had a strong personal side and, and, and it needed to be addressed and you needed to get past that whole scenario. And so uh, that's same deal with Brett. Let's, let's put all this old trash behind us and move on. Not, not Brett was trash, but you know, the, the issues. And, uh, so that's kind of where I saw that, man. I just, it was time to move on. And, and you could use Hogan to, to get other guys over, uh, if you played your cards correctly, the rubs Hogan's rub would have been very vital. Well, apparently some folks weren't happy that they weren't getting the rub with your Ross report on the WWE website. You're going to announce in January that you're going to shutter it and, uh, you're going to cite your tough schedule that you've been working on a book and you have a feeling that what you write would sometimes create bad morale among talent if their names weren't mentioned or if they felt slighted. And it was also clear Meltzer says that you were bothered by other criticisms of what he said. And Meltzer would go on to say it was Vince's call, not Ross's to drop the report. 
What do you remember of this Ross report coming to an end? And was this, um, the story that Meltzer made it to be? Well, I think, uh, I think Vince, uh, Vince made the call. It was making, you know, it was doing well. It was, uh, I never got paid extra money for that. Right. But it, and I didn't get paid extra money for, for the ones I did in Atlanta at WCW. And when I did the Saturday night uh, version of uh, the 900 number, I think it was the right call. I think in my, my position continued to grow as an executive and, uh, and it's ironic, you know, how Melser put that thing, but it's a lot of truth in it. You know, if talents weren't mentioned, then they felt like that was a slight to them, even though they may not have been at the top of the topical list on that day. Uh, but I certainly didn't want to in, in, interfere with their attitude or anything, <clears throat> pardon me, anything along those lines. So I think it was time. It, 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 it run its course and it gave me some time back to, uh, do my day job as they like to say. The, uh, the next Monday night raw, we see Gene Okerlund pull up in a limo. Bischoff is there thinking it's going to be Vince McMahon showing up. Instead it's uh, mean Gene for the anniversary show. Uh, Eric is lambasting him saying he's stupid. And Oakland has an, a funny line that says, well, if you were so smart, I'd be here for the nitro anniversary. <laughs> uh, so Vince still loves, you know, poking fun at Eric here. And then we see it in the ring where Vince is threatening to fire Eric unless he can turn things around. So of course this is all just a big storyline and we're getting ready for Royal rumble at times. It feels as if this show, as, as you made the comparison earlier, it's more sizzle than steak. There's lots of. Who's in charge of the show and who's marrying who were we losing our way a little bit here in Oh two and Oh three. I think so. I think so. What brought us to the dance was that physicality, athletic, uh, in, endeavors and athletic accomplishments and the skill sets of some of these great workers that we had. And all of a sudden now they're asked to become more than great workers in the ring, bell to bell. They're asked to become, uh, somewhat skilled actors. Uh, and you know, you got to remember these guys are coming to work on, let's say a Monday and they're getting their script as it were, uh, uh, when they got to work. So they had to quote unquote, learn their lines, uh, while they were, uh, you know, when they got to work. So they didn't have a lot of time to prepare. So unskilled actors, uh, not having any time to learn their lines or to walk through things adequately and enough, uh, was non-existent. So it put the talents at a disadvantage in the get go. It just, it just was going to be hard to make, make, make work good. It just wasn't going to happen. And it didn't happen. Well, I'll tell you what is going to happen. And that's, you're going to be eating the best crab cakes in the world. When you go to Ooh. Jimmy's famous seafood.com, if you haven't already, what are you waiting for? As a friend of mine likes to say, it costs nothing to look folks. Go check it out at Jimmy's famous seafood.com. There you'll see the best crab cakes in the world. They got incredible chowders and soups and oysters and signature steaks, plus desserts and gluten-free items. And now they're delivering food nationwide. And you can even get free two day shipping on orders over 125 bucks. When you use our promo code, Jim Ross, just use Jim Ross at Jimmy's famous seafood.com and you'll get free two day nationwide shipping. And you might say to yourself, self. Is that really a good deal? Yes, it is. First of all, in my opinion, these are the best crab cakes in the world. 
I haven't, I haven't even found anybody who could argue it or say, what about so-and-so? It never even happens like that. But shipping seafood to your house is expensive. I mean, that's the reason more people don't do it. But what if it was free, y'all? It is now. Jimmy'sFamousSeafood.com. Use that promo code Jim Ross. And why not check out the famous gift box? You got four of the world's best colossal Maryland crab cakes, two different crab soups, crab dip, seafood seasoning, their signature bay sauce. What about the old tailgate bundle just in time for the NFL playoffs? Get a couple pounds of wings, a full rack of ribs, a pint of crab dip, the crab cake mix, or create your own package, which is what I did. These are great people. It's a family owned business. They've had it for more than 40 years. They're on every TV show you can imagine. Every food network in the world knows about Jimmy's famous seafood. And if you haven't tried it, you need to, right, Jim? Oh, absolutely. You know, those damn crab cakes are about the size of a softball. Yes, they are. You know, know, Jan was here. We'd we'd do that regularly. We ordered regularly and uh, never had an order that was flawed. Everything came on time. But those those crab cakes, they look like uh, a softball. They're huge. And, you know, she would... uh, I always remember her. God bless her. I remember for a lot of things, but her, her, the way she prepared Jimmy's uh, crab cakes at the end of the, when they're done, she would then put them under the broiler and get that little crunch on top. So you bake them, follow the instructions. And then when you you cooked them and they're prepared, if you want to put them under your broiler for a few minutes, mm. you're going to say, this was a huge huge deal and uh, she used to do that we, we'd have them you know once a month we'd have crab cakes and I, I loved them and 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 I love those people you know uh, uh, Jimmy's uh, family his dad started the restaurant their dad started the restaurant years and years ago and it's just a family business and they say shop local well I know that you may not live in Baltimore but you can feel like you live in Baltimore because they're gonna they're gonna take care of you and that free shipping a two-day shipping is that's a hell of a deal. That's a hell of a deal. Hey, and I want to zero in on something you said there. Shop local means support small business owners. This is that all day, a family yeah. owned small business. And man, everybody in WWE and AEW eats there. Like they get their food on the road. These guys who have 1% body fat, they're ordering from Jimmy's. They do meal yeah. prepping too. They do something for everybody. They do. Uh, they do a great job in meal prep too. Yes. There's a lot of options other than just ordering crab cakes that yes. the offer that we're talking about that provides you free two day shipping. Uh, a lot of the talent, I use their meal prep. Me too. Uh, and I, 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 I love it. They're, it just, there's nothing like it. There's nothing like Jimmy's famous seafood.com free shipping, two day shipping, try an order. It's a great gift idea too, Conrad. It's oh, a great gift, gift idea. Nobody so will uh, believe how good it is. I'm telling you, like, I don't even, my family doesn't even order crab cakes when we go out to dinner anymore. Cause we know we're going to be disappointed. See what all the fuss is about. Go to Jimmy's famous Use that promo code Jim Ross. You'll be glad you did. Hey, so let's talk about, uh, your boy, the 10th anniversary special, the world and NYC. It's a special show. It's kind of crazy. Here we are just a few days away from the 30th anniversary of raw. And, uh, Trish is going to be named the diva of the decade. The show as well. Not great. Mick Foley won the tell me I didn't just see that award. And Booker T mentioned that Foley who lives on long Island couldn't be there. And Meltzer would say the lack of importance. This show had to either the people who didn't invite him or to him 
and one of the all-time lifelong biggest fans of wrestling spoke volumes that everyone understood. And it got worse because the rock is announced as the winner of the best on interviews in the history of raw. And he also didn't appear. He was supposed to do a satellite interview, but it goes way too long and turns out to be another embarrassment to the point where the crowd boos him heavily and he keeps going and the crowd starts chanting boring. And I don't think anybody ever said that to the rock. This show just feels like a misstep. No. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. All that satellite bullshit. It wasn't going to, it didn't work. If it had, we could, if we had pulled it off in a reasonable amount of time, isn't it funny that most of the stuff that we don't like is because it went too long. Yes. And I think that uh, if you watch television today, and of course we're all creatures of the television world, uh, I noticed the length of the length of time that many, uh, commercials have on NFL broadcast has shortened immensely. You don't see sixties anymore. You sometimes you don't even see 30 second commercials, but you see a lot of fifteens. And that tells me that the research that these big companies have done tell me that people tune out, uh, their short attention span, uh, scenarios are, are not good. So I think that, uh, the timing of some of these things, and it's funny that the egos of wrestlers today, you know, you tell a guy, well, we want you to do a promo and, uh, and we need, you know, five minutes or something. Well, that would be an eternity for me to stay hooked for five minutes on a, on a promo, unless it's just extraordinary and more often than not, they're not extraordinary. So, uh, the, the length of the time that we discuss on these things is, uh, or that we've discussed the, the time component is huge and talents just got to understand. It's not about how long you talk. It's about what you say. And did your, was your promo structured where you could have a beginning, a middle and an end and end with a good finish, right? Just like a match. So it's all about the storytelling. I said that earlier. It's, it's not about how many hurricane runners you can do or Steiner lines or what, or whatever. I'm kidding on that one. Uh, but you know, it's just, it's just not, uh, it's not smart business. Man, manage your times. And when talents go over, you, you can, it's easy to fix. If it's live, live, you just don't put them in a live scenario anymore for a while. Let them understand that what you did was wrong and you did it without any provocation. You did it because you wanted to be, have more TV time and that's all well and good, but it's not necessarily right. Quite frankly, speaking of not right, uh, this show is going to end. Uh, and this is like the go home for all here, uh, where Don is going to blame Tori for Al's death. Slapper, they start rolling around until Don busts up a gimmick lamp on Tori's head and they roll around on Al in the coffin. And this is the last segment on the Go Home SmackDown before the Royal Rumble, which is just unbelievable in hindsight when you think about it. Yeah, I agree. Nice little trivia note here. There's a fellow working the velocity taping before SmackDown. Mm-hmm. He's wrestling under the name Brian Danielson. <laughs> yeah. Wonder whatever happened with that young lad. Pretty good hand, huh? I think it worked uh, out. Yeah, he went to Shawn Michaels school. He's one of those guys that uh I put I helped facilitate to go to Shawn's school. Uh and you know, the the eyes of the WWE were firmly on a lot of things I did, but uh he's too small. He's five eight. 
you know, and, uh, but he had ama- amazing, his character was about six, six, his integrity was about seven feet. And, uh, he's a huge addition to the AEW roster. And I know the big match building up now is going to be, uh, Brian and, uh, MJF coming up in a few weeks, 60 minute Ironman match. And I, I'm very curious to see how that goes. It could be feast or famine. Cause I don't think uh, that MJF has had a lot of uh, 60 minute matches to know how to pace himself, to tell that story that continues to connect the dots. Bing, bing, bing. Uh, I personally like, uh, Iron Man matches. We had one, uh, that I, that especially I remember in, I think it was in England where it was, uh, Cena, was it Cena and Sean or yeah. 60 minutes. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. But look, who's in the ring. Yes. Uh, and so I don't, you know, I'm not knocking max max is our champion. Uh, but you know, he's got a, he's got to really prepare mentally and physically, uh, for a 60 minute story. And again, it's all about the stories. Can't so wait to I, see it. I, I'm a big fan of, uh, both those guys, BMJF and, and, uh, Brian, but Brian Danielson is, I don't know who in the business Conrad right now, this is going to be controversial perhaps. Uh, but the other websites need leaders. They need, <laughs> I think, I don't know who's better in the business right now than Brian Danielson. I really don't. Yeah. He's been the best wrestler in the world for many years, in my opinion. And, uh, he's going to get to show everybody what he can do. And, uh, I only hope that that day our man, MJF has had his AG one. Cause he's going to need it and <laughs> yeah. load up on the AG one kid. I tell you what, you and I do it every single day. It's just one scoop and a cup of water. And listen, let's talk about what this is. Cause we've been talking about AG one for a long time and why should you do it? Well, I want to remind you with one delicious scoop of AG one, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food forced, whole food source, superfoods probiotics and adaptogens, everything you need to help you start your day. Right. This special blend of ingredients will support your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, your focus, your aging, your recovery, all the things think of it as like your all in one nutritional insurance. My wife and I started doing this at the start of the pandemic to help optimize our immune system. But we've also noticed that it supports better sleep quality and recovery, better mental clarity and alertness. It's also lifestyle friendly. Whether you're trying to eat keto or paleo or vegan or dairy free or gluten free, here's the heads up. It's less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, no artificial anything, and it still tastes good. Don't just take our word for it, y'all. There's over 7,000 five star reviews for Athletic Greens. Amazing. And right now, Jim and I think it's time for you to reclaim your health. Arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash JR. Again, that's athleticgreens.com forward slash JR to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And folks, take it from me, there's nothing more important than your health. I'm sitting here looking down at my cancer wound that's hurting like hell today. Uh, but it's, it's what I'm dealing with. And, uh, my daughter's, uh, you know, I'm getting ready to start a, uh, a new business called JR's black hat farms. It's going to be a cannabis uh, operation, uh, based starting in Tulsa. We're going to expand it a little bit. So we had the 
I had a big meeting on Sunday with my daughter and our, one of our partners, and uh, I knew what it was going to be. It's called Cash Call. <laughs> so Daddy has to find his checkbook and uh, and contribute some some more cash to get this thing off his feet and rolling. But we got a great plan. It should be fun. I don't know exactly timeline wise, but we got the right staff involved, and uh, my daughter's a very shrewd and uh, talented marketer that's what she does for a living and she's going to soon be leaving that scenario uh soon meaning a couple years i think so it's a it's a it's an interesting uh it's an interesting deal i i but your health is it man yes i can tell you i was so healthy for so many years thank god i'm knocking on wood uh and i never expected to have cancer at that late at, at that stage of my life and uh and so I'm just wanting to get over it. I want to get this thing healed. It's better. It's a lot better, but it's still just painful as hell, and it's an open wound and all that good stuff. So, like to, uh, like this week, I'm flying to LA uh, to do uh, to do TV uh, Rampage uh, on uh, the air on Friday, obviously. But man, uh, it's just flying, and and uh, the more I can keep my foot elevated. Sudden, you know, thank God for compression socks. So I'm using those compression socks to, to reduce the swelling. I just wish other parts of my body would swell up my leg. Oh, goodness gracious. Well, let's talk about Stop it, you son of a course <laughs> Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. We're finally here to the Royal Rumble. This is the 17th annual. The show is way down from the O2 rumble that show, which featured the return of uh, triple H in 2002, got 670,000 buys this year. We got 585,000 buys the readers of the observer, uh, gave it 66.6% thumbs up, which is really remarkable. When you consider the world title match, let's jump right into it. Our first match is Lesnar pinning big show in six minutes and 29 seconds. The stakes here or the winner gets the last slot in the Royal rumble. So Lesnar is now going to get that, that number 30 show is still suffering from a back injury, but he's still going to take some bumps and he's even going to do three belly to belly suplexes and another belly to back suplex. Uh, so he's, uh, he's doing what he can for the young Lesnar here show delivers a choke slam for a good near fall after stopping Lesnar, giving the F five to Paul Heyman. And then finally Lesnar hits the F five with a little bit of help from big show. And gets the pin here, two and a half stars, you know, probably not the, the prettiest match ever, but it is one of those clash of the Titans deals where you've got this next big thing, this monster in Brock Lesnar and a larger than life, literally persona in, in the big show, pretty cool way to start the show here. It was a good opener. Uh, it also speaks to the fact that I've mentioned here on the show before that I thought that big show was probably one of the most, uh, fumbled pushes of anybody 
that I can recall off the top of my head in WWE. You don't book you don't book a guy just because he can do all those suplexes and you do them. One major bump for Big Show was enough, and it, it would get it would get even get Lesnar over more because he doesn't have to do ten things to beat you. And so uh, I thought it was that was uh, a little bit overdone. I admire Paul White's uh, uh, desire to, to to try to be accommodating. I really do. And it was very professional of him in that respect, but it was wrong place being called. He could, we could have got the same results with less physicality on a guy that was not quite a hundred percent. And so that's, uh, I thought the big show was booked uh, in a kind of an awkward way more often than not, but to, in any event, it was a good opener, had a lot of star power. And, uh, you know, if, if Lesnar had lost, it wouldn't have been a total shock. Cause he's in there with the biggest athlete in the world, but the biggest athlete in the world was taking bumps. Like he was, uh, moving to Guerrero. Well, something that, uh, I don't think anybody would have ever imagined is that we would get to say that Dudley's a 16 time tag team champion. They beat Regal and storm here in seven minutes and 24 seconds. Meltzer says that 16 title runs must be some kind of record. He thought the match was okay. He gave it two and three quarter stars, but it's a nice payoff. As you may recall, it was two on four and they even, uh, bloodied up Bubba on the way to this show. So it's a nice little hooray to see Regal and storm drop those titles to the Dudleys and the Dudleys, man, they were over with this crowd. And of course we tried them apart. Fans are loving them back together. This is good stuff here. I really enjoyed it. I'm a big Dudleys guy and, uh, 16 time tag team champion. Come on now. Yeah, it's, it's great in that regard. They deserved it. They worked their ass off Bubba and Devon and, and they needed to be together. Uh, it's just, they got over and, and, and so why take that joy and that enjoyment away from the fans who supported the Dudleys from their ECW days all the way to, uh, the big time and, and, uh, WWE. So uh, I, I got a lot of respect for Bubba and Devon and Bubba's turned into a hell of a broadcaster. You know, I, I'm a regular listener to uh, busted open radio, Dave LaGreca and all those guys, Tommy, uh, you know, he's got a big crew there. My God, he's got, you know, Mickey James does a super job on that show. So they do really good work. Uh, but Bubba's turned into a hell of a broadcaster, I think. And he cuts to the chase. He doesn't uh, mix words and he doesn't, uh, he doesn't bullshit, which I think is a, a trait, a good trait for a broadcaster. Try not to bullshit, just to be truthful and straightforward and, don't tell me how to make the watch. Tell me what time it is. That's right. all. Next up, something that we all wish we, uh, well, had to do over again. Tori Wilson's going to beat Don Marie Wilson in three minutes and 36 seconds after a swinging neck breaker. Don comes out to no heat. Tori is dressed like Meltzer would call a schoolgirl pure virgin hooker. I don't know what that means. I've never heard those <laughs> words touched before. Does he set up nights and wonder about those descriptions? I don't know. He, <laughs> golly, man, that's an interesting scenario. That's an interesting uh, way of describing somebody, but School go ahead. School girl, pure virgin hooker. I don't mm. think those words have touched before. Anyway, he says, uh, she only got a tepid reaction. She's now this month's version of Kane, meaning a hot baby face killed by a horrible angle. Crowd was dead. Just showing how much television time this thing is wasted. And then worse after losing Don Marie said that this feud which has wasted 
more broadcast time in recent months than any others must continue. He gave it a dud rating. I think we all mercifully gave it a dud rating. Uh, listen, that might, that, that might've been being kind. Yeah. If there's another word below dud. You might want to use that one, but nonetheless, it was a dud. Speaking of duds, here it is. We've, uh, we've talked about Scott Steiner at the top of the show. He is definitely the, the big star, the new focus, the new hot toy. Uh, this is going to be the fresh main event that Meltzer has been looking for. And he's going to challenge the raw champ, triple H and he gets the win, but he wins by DQ. So triple H retains Meltzer would say this suffice to say Steiner looked terrible and the orange assassin couldn't carry him. Ric Flair was the best worker in the match and the only one getting cheered. And he didn't even take any bumps after one of his numerous belly to belly suplexes. Steiner went for the recliner, but Flair pulled triple H out of the ring to safety. Steiner did four more belly to belly suplexes and then botched the double arm power bomb spot, nearly killing triple H in the process. And the crowd booth booed both guys from this point forward and only wanted it over outside the ring. Triple H went for a title belt shot, but Scott blocked it and hit triple H after yet another belly to belly triple H threw Earl Hebner out of the ring. The storyline here that they were telling from the start is the triple H was psyched out by Steiner and was looking for a way out. So Hebner refuses to disqualify triple H, which only makes the finish a few moments later where he did disqualify triple H for a sledgehammer shot that much worse. Fans were hating this bad triple H tried a second sledgehammer shot, but Hebner stopped him and Steiner got the sledgehammer. He nailed triple H to the gut to a loud chorus of boos from the fans who just wanted both guys in the dressing room by this point. Steiner put triple H in the recliner after the match and the entire crew broke it up one star. <laughs> Listen, I understand, you know, we've, we've got a guy who can do a limited amount of things, but it, it feels like here we're asking him to work triple H's style match, as opposed to triple H working his style match. I only say that because triple H had a reputation right or wrong for having long matches on pay-per-view right. and you got to have the right opponent to do that. And, 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 the, and the way we got over Magnum TA with Jim Crockett promotions, wasn't having him go out here and do these Brian Danielson, Shawn Michaels, 60 minute Iron Man matches. And when the crowd wanted it over, I just asked myself, could they have called an audible here and cut the match short? Would that have yes. created chaos <clears throat> everywhere? Or does Hunter have that levity even here 20 years ago? Oh, he had the stroke Hunter did, uh, and his track record signs off on it and he'd done some great pay-per-view matches. He's, I think Hunter's best work was uh, on these pay-per-views <clears throat> and, and, uh, other than this one, I can't think of something off the top of my head that, uh, resonates as being too long or, or the game plan, not being exactly on target, uh, as, as it normally is, uh, in those big title matches. You also notice it was put in the middle of the show. So I think everybody kind of had an idea. We're only going to get so much out of this, this marriage. And, uh, hopefully we'd get out of it without anyone getting injured. Uh, but it was, it was, uh, it was a tough deal. We said earlier, we're going to try something and see if it works. And if, if it worked and you got a new opponent for the championship, uh, triple H has got a new dancing partner, which you needed that, that needed to be freshened up. Uh, but it didn't work. And, uh, so the quicker you can kind of get out of that scenario and put triple H back in the ring with somebody that was not injured or injury harmed, uh, uh you'll be better off. So that's kind of where I see that Connie, it just, 
we tried. And you know, I don't think any of us fully realized in how bad a shape uh, Scotty was with his various injuries and things of that nature. And look, let's not forget the fact he wasn't a spring chicken. Right. He had been working for a long time. Yes. It had a lot of injuries. Yes. So I don't know how we could be shocked that it wasn't good, but I was a little bit more shocked. I was, if I was going to be shocked about anything is about this fellas went too long. When, you know, listen, wrestling fans online and, and, and sometimes they decide who their favorites are. You've seen this. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, a lot of folks decided in this era, we don't like triple H and I, I can't help, but wonder when he comes back through the curtain, does Vince already know, okay, the blooms off the rose with this Steiner thing. Let's do our best to move on. Or is triple H coming back and saying, Vince, this guy, he ain't got it. I mean, it had to be just a parent, right? Oh yeah. It wasn't a secret. Yeah. It wasn't a secret whatsoever. It was, it was obvious. Again, we wanted to try something that we thought if it worked was going to be a, a good thing. It just didn't work. The conspiracy theorists out there, uh, the Steiner defenders would say, Hey, he was sandbagging Scott. Do you buy into that? No, hell no. Yeah. Triple H is not going to go out there and have a stinker on purpose. I can't imagine. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, look, I, I, it's going to sound bad. He's a professional. Triple H, he pronoun boy. Yes. Uh, so uh, he, he, uh, he's his ego. And I say that in a good way. He's got a lot of pride. Uh, he's not going to go out there and, and stink up the joint on purpose. Right. He, it's just, he couldn't do any more with Scotty and they needed to call some audibles. And one of those audibles would have been to shorten up the match. The second audible would have been that triple H went over. Mm-hmm. I don't know that the DQ thing, who did save who, you know what? I think the DQ finishes are so overused. And they don't, they don't mean as much as maybe they did in a, in a previous generation where, you know, you are saying guys are wrestling a lot and like a territory, you know, type thing where you're in the same market a lot, things like that, like that. I just, it's just a, it, it, a lot of audibles could have been called, but that wasn't uh, how it went down. And, and, uh, but I, the, the thing that of all of it, the two things stand out, the match went too long. And Triple H should have gone over. Simple as that, in my in my opinion. Let's uh, let's talk about who did go over here. You want to talk about an incredible match? Four and three quarter stars. Meltzer would even call this next match. Uh, let me make sure I get this right. <laughs> who turned in a match of the ca- year caliber performance, waking up a dying crowd who was hating the show. Super high praise. And listen, I get a lot of, a lot of folks for whatever reason. Well, we know the reason they're not comfortable watching a Chris Benoit match, but if you are, this is a forgotten great one. Kurt Angle is going to retain the SmackDown title over Benoit in nearly 20 minutes. Meltzer would say the success of this match speaks volumes for the past six months or so of educating the audience towards submissions that really work as this exact match 18 months ago in the same position would have died. They did another series of trading German suplexes until Benoit did the one where angle flipped all the way over and landed on his stomach. Benoit did a diving headbutt at least two thirds of the way across the ring for a near fall, followed by a crossface. angle escapes hits angle slam for a near fall angle counters the crossface with an ankle lock. Benoit escapes 
but Angle gets the ankle lock on again. Benoit tries to escape, but as he's about to, Angle switches it to a heel hook and Benoit taps out. The fans then gave Benoit a loud standing ovation for the quality of the match, four and three quarter stars. Now, remember, this is 03. This is a year before Benoit's WrestleMania moment. But, but right here, man, after maybe the, some of the matches we've seen with Don Marie and maybe a stinker with Scotty, this was unbelievable and maybe one of the forgotten great matches of the era. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. They, those guys really, really delivered. And, uh, you know, it's just there's a lot of things that are a shame uh, who could be ashamed of in pro wrestling. Uh, and I, I was, I was ashamed that, uh, we had to live through the tragedy involving the Benoit's and Nancy and Daniel, and all that stuff. You know, I was, I was the guy that was anointed to go to the funeral. So I had a, you know, Vince called me the night before, or maybe the afternoon before I was here in Oklahoma. Cause we just opened our second or maybe our first <coughs> barbecue restaurant. And uh, I was in, up to my gonads and that kind of celebration and opening and having a presence at the restaurant so people could see JR if they wanted to. And uh, so I had to fly to fly to Florida, which was a photo finish. Uh, you know, they picked me up at the airport. They picked me up at the airport, some limbo company, took me to the, to the uh, church and... Uh, for me to attend and you talk about dirty looks. It's as if I did something wrong. I was there to show support, but because I was representing WWE, I was not a welcome guest at that, at that service. And I thought that was very, very unfair. Uh, really just terribly unfair. It made me feel like a, I don't know, made me feel guilty for whatever I didn't even, when you feel guilty, Conrad, about things that you didn't do, you got to evaluate a little bit here, you know, come on. So, uh, it was tough, but I, I have, I always, you know, I, I've said this before, Chris Benoit will never go into a, a, any major halls of fame. No, because, and I think, and I said this before and I knew Chris very well. And I, you know, uh, I remember for WrestleMania 18, Shannon and I went to dinner with he and Nancy and, uh, Chris almost got into scuffle with, uh, Scott Hall who had too much to drink. And, uh, that didn't happen. Thank goodness on the Saturday night before WrestleMania 18. So, uh, it was a interesting weekend to say the least, but, uh, I, uh, I don't know. I just, I wish things, you know, for, for a lot of common sense reasons had not gone down like they did. Uh, but I'll never not respect the wrestler that Chris Benoit was, uh, I don't know how you process you can't justify, nor should you try, uh, his last few days on earth. Cause I can't explain that. Uh, well, he had a concussion deal. He had CTE and he had, I don't know what he had right? for sure. And I don't know that anybody knows for sure. No. Did they, did they do a brain thing, a brain examination? Conrad, do you recall? On, they they on did. Benoit? Yeah. He did have CTE. Yeah. And still, we don't know a lot about CTE, even NFL or, or wherever, boxing, MMA, whatever it may be. It's a, it follows, the, follows you around in those contact sports where you're getting hit in the head. And so, anyway, I don't know why I got on that tangent, but I, I've always felt badly that – I felt more badly that Chris committed suicide and killed his family, obviously. 
that's a lot bigger story. You know, like, like the kid in Buffalo that had the heart attack on the game. And, you know, he, uh, the story was the heart attack. Is this guy going to live? Not who's going to play cornerback for the, no, nobody for, cares for, for the, for the bills, you know? So, uh, it, things have come more in perspective, but I, I, it's, I'm, I'm in a really crossroads. I'm completely. Confl- uh, what's that word? Conflicted. I'm for compl- what is it? Conflicted. Conflicted. Exactly. See, that's why you're the host. <laughs> the star, you're, you're the star of the show here. I don't know why it's called the Ross Report. J- the JR. What is it called? JR. Uh, anyway, JR Grilling. Grilling JR. We'll get it. <laughs> yeah, we'll get it right. We've been doing it 30 years. That's why I should retire. Oh, come on now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. (laughs) Hey, so listen, I I know we talked a little bit about Benoit there, but I want to give some kudos to Kurt Angle. I want to remind everybody he's fresh off a knee surgery. We know he's going to need neck surgery. He's had two knee surgeries. He's working, uh, in less than condition. There's no other way to say it. He's wearing a knee brace. I mean, he's not even, so we're wondering, can he make it to WrestleMania? And he goes out and puts on a clinic. If you can watch a Chris Benoit match, this is one of the best matches in WWE history, but if you can't, I understand, but we got to give Kurt Angle his flowers. This match yeah. was what it was because of Kurt. Yeah. And, and it just <clears throat> proves that when you recruit thoroughbreds, you expect them to run, you expect them to win and, and to come out on the other side better than they went in. And Kurt did that more often than not. He just was an extraordinary athlete. He was an athlete and still is uh, that uh, was always above. He was a lot better than sometimes given credit for because he made things look so easy. And because of that, sometimes Kurt, uh, uh, Kurt doesn't get the flowers as you mentioned that he deserves. And, uh, but they, they, it was, that was a clinic. And like Conrad said, you know, if, if you, if you sworn off Benoit matches and you just swore, I'm never going to watch another Benoit match as long as I live, blah, blah, blah. That's cool. I yeah. get it. Yeah. I, I get it. But the thing about it is, is that, uh, if you are a fan of wrestling, just wrestling, not the not the salacious, salacious bullshit that uh, that that it, all this enveloped. It's a good, it's a fun if you're, for a wrestling fan just to watch a wrestling match. This was one of the better ones that I've called uh, and and ever. So and boy, it came at the right time, did it not? Uh, on the, at the Royal Rumble, oh, we yeah. needed we needed a hit in that slot, and we got it. An all-timer. Let's talk about the uh, the main event, the Royal Rumble. It goes on last, and they announced beforehand that they're going to be doing the intervals a little differently. Uh, they explained that it's going to be another wrestler coming in every minute. Uh, on the pregame show, though, they announced that it's going to be the traditional two minutes. And then during commentary, they say it's going to be 90 seconds. Not that any of this matters, but Meltzer made sure to tell us all about it. Uh, it goes 53 minutes and 41 seconds and Brock Lesnar is your winner. Shawn Michaels and Chris Jericho open, uh, Christian comes out that gives Jericho a little bit of an edge. He's going to distract Shawn Michaels and they actually destroy Shawn with a chair shot here. 
Sean's going to get some color and Jericho eliminate Sean in two and a half minutes. Nobody predicted Sean getting eliminated early. And that's what made the Royal rumble. So fun. This is Jericho's rumble. I think most people would agree. He probably should have been one of the final four. That doesn't happen. Michaels makes that old spirit of 76 comeback. Uh, but Jericho does throw out six guys, which is the most. And I think he lasted the longest here. He's going to go 39 minutes and 54 seconds. So we're telling a story here within the match that sets up a big WrestleMania match with Jericho and Shawn Michaels. This is Jericho's show, man. And, and, and he did, he did great in the spot. He proves once again, that no matter what year it is, what decade it is or whatever, he has a show stealing ability that rare, that few ever achieve. Uh, you know, Chris is doing, I, 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 I said this before, and it, of course I don't want to get heat. Goddamn heat. It's got that Kenny and everything. Uh, I, he, he still steals the show. He's one, he's the most cerebral, intelligent guys that knows how to enhance and protect his character, his TV persona. And so, you know, la last week we did, uh, when we did rampage in beautiful Portland, uh, there are four of us, Excalibur, Tony, myself, and Chris, I thought it was one of the best commentated shows that I've been on in a long time. Right. The four of us worked really well together. Everybody's unselfish. We all like each other. Uh, and so the chemistry was there, but Chris is so good at so many things, whether it be acting as a co sort of a, a faux manager, uh, as a heel, as a baby face, as a commentator, he's good at everything that he does because he applies himself and he prepares for success. So, uh, I'm a big Chris Jericho fan and I'll just say this, AEW is lucky to have a lot of the talents we have. Uh, without question. And he's certainly right at the top of that list. No doubt. Undertaker is going to come out, uh, and, and really clear house. He's going to throw out Cena, Jamal, Maven, uh, and, and then the finish undertaker is going to give Batista a tombstone clothesline Batista over at 52, 56, then undertaker and Kane act like they're going to join forces against, uh, join forces against Lesnar undertaker, then double crosses Kane throws him out. Batista comes back in the ring after Undertaker, but Undertaker clocks him with a chair. And that gives Lesnar the opportunity to come from behind and toss him out. Ultimately, Undertaker congratulates Lesnar for winning. And that's the end of the show. Three and a quarter stars. So listen, it's Taker's big return. It feels like a big thing. He's going to give Batista the rub in the process. Uh, we've definitely set up Angle and Lesnar now. We know we've got Jericho set up. With Shawn Michaels, we don't yet know what Hunter's going to do. It's going to wind up being Booker T, but that's a story for another day. I, overall, I thought this was an okay show, but it really made it for me with the last two matches. I thought yeah. Kurt Angle and the Royal Rumble stole the show. Overall, though, I'd say thumbs up. What say you? Thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle. I think I think it was a thumbs up, uh, <clears throat> uh, and and barely, but still got that th that thumb up. Uh, like you said, we, we know what the show savers were. Yes. They were very obvious. And, uh, so like I said, the, I think, uh, when the guys in the Royal rumble saw how deliver, how, uh, uh, goddamn angle and, uh, Benoit delivered, uh, 
Yes. I think it mot- I think it motivated a lot of people. I really do. I think it motivated a lot of people that, hey, look, these son of bitches are out there killing each other. They're having a hell of a match. We better do something to follow this thing. And so you have your tent poles. Every Royal Rumble has a tent pole or two or three. And, you know, where you got a cluster of guys getting eliminated by one guy who's going to get a little shine. And, uh, you know, we had that here. Jericho <clears throat> had his moments. And certainly uh, Undertaker had his moments. And it was designed to get Brock Lesnar over in, into that spot. So I, I, I'm with you, Conrad. I, I mean, we can pick holes in it. You know, the, well, I'm not going to say that the wedding and the match of Don Marie and Tori took the show to the bottoms of hell, but I'm not going to go there because uh, I, I, th- I don't think it was ever meant to be successful. I don't know how it could have been successful. So, because uh, it was just ill conceived. Well, something uh, that's, that's not ill-conceived is jrsbbq.com. We can't get out of here without talking about that wonderful jrsbbq.com. I just saw a tweet over the weekend. I don't know if you saw it, Jim, but somebody said, Hey, I I didn't know what to think, but I I took Conrad's advice and tried some of the all-purpose seasoning on the popcorn. And he said, it's a game changer. (laughs) If you haven't tried it yet, why not cruise on over to jrsbbq.com inspired by mama enjoyed by you. This is. The, the famous Ross family recipe, of course, now that his lovely wife, Jan helped make so popular and yep. people are still enjoying it all these years later, the Chipotle ketchup, the main event mustard, the regular uh, barbecue <clears throat> sauce. Now the hot barbecue sauce and now an even hot sauce, plus the jerky, the all purpose seasoning, something for everybody at jrsbbq.com, including, I can't believe this is real autographed trading cards, autographed action figures. It's all at jrsbbq.com, right, Jim? Yeah, absolutely. We, and business has been good. People, like you said the other day, uh, we're spending that Christmas money and we are very grateful for the business. The JR's red, uh, red ass hot sauce, uh, is, uh, a, a hit. Yeah. It's getting over. <laughs> it's getting over. I can't even talk in regular language anymore. Everything's wrestling. Uh, but it's getting over. Uh, and I, 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 uh, I'm really glad to hear that because and it's a good product. God almighty. It took us a year to get it developed. And I tasted so much hot sauce. I thought my tongue was going to fall out of my mouth, but we finally found what we wanted and not going to compromise. So it was, it was good stuff. And, and, uh, you know, I, I'm signing, uh, later today, I'm doing a bunch of signing, a bunch of things, a bunch of items that people have purchased. So if you've bought something and you're to get it signed and you're waiting, it's going to be signed as we record this later today. So, uh, uh, we, we keep busy. We work hard and, and, uh, I, I really appreciate the business. It's really great for us. And I just, again, it's a tribute. I, I this is going to sound crazy, but, uh, I have yet to take a dime out of the site. Really? Nothing. Nope. I will someday when it's where I, at a level that I believe it needs to be. But right now I've reinvested a hundred percent of every sale back into content and product, product development and things of that nature. Stephen link does a great job of managing the site. He's become friends with a lot of our customers. Uh, and we, uh, appreciate Steven's efforts and, uh, and appreciate everybody else's support. I saw an interesting tweet. You mentioned the tweets where, uh, this, uh, the, the lady was talking about the, the mustard. Yeah. And she said, I can't believe that we, 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 my husband spent money on a wrestling announcer's mustard until I tasted it. 
And, she, and he said, and then she went through the, the refrigerator and threw all the other mustards in the refrigerator away. There's one mustard in the refrigerator, this, this uh, customer's home, and it's, uh, it's our mustard. It's got one gram of sugar. It's got jalapeno in it. It's got, not to the point that's going to run you off. Now, if you if you took a big swig of the red ass JR hot sauce, you might want to reevaluate because it's going to get your attention. But I I love those kind of stories where I can't believe you spent money on a wrestling announcer's mustard. How can it be good? Why should it be good? Well, taste it, and you'll find out. You'll answer all your own questions. Hey, let so me just we, let me just read it for you. Uh, Sir smokes a lot. Tweets out. I can't back the egg comment, but I can back the best mustard one. My wife went from, why are we getting the wrestling announcers mustard to it replacing every other mustard she used brats, dogs, burgers, sandwiches, whatever the flavor enhances, whatever it's on. Here's another one from your hero. He says the mustard is the best I've ever had. Try it on your eggs. Misty made yeah. some ribs for her family. And she says the ribs came out fantastic. I used the JR's barbecue main event mustard. And meat shirts, holy gospel, and Texas sugar. Uh, oh, uh, the coach says if you haven't tried JR's BBQ sauces and mustard, you're missing out. Highly recommend. Listen, I'm telling you, it's not just us bragging about the product here. Folks who who try it love it. And I get it. You're a wrestling collector. You've probably bought a bottle for display. Buy two. Just try it. See what you think. And I'm telling you, you're going to be in what we call a reorder situation. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. And we hope that you're in a reorder situation for adfreeshows.com. Maybe you missed it, but we recently sat down with Eric Bischoff and Nick Patrick, and they talked together for the very first time about what really happened at Starcade 97. We called it the fast count and it's on demand anytime over at adfreeshows.com. We've got another premium watch along event coming up before you know it at the end of the month, just in time for the 35th anniversary of the very first Royal rumble. That's right. The first Royal rumble was 20 35 years ago. Easy for me to wow. say 1988. We're going to watch it with the guy who won it. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Join us on January 24th at 9 PM Eastern at adfreeshows.com. But maybe my favorite piece of content because it's been so well received and I'm going to make sure you get a, an advanced copy of this Jim and you get to take a look. We okay. welcome Mr. David Crockett to adfreeshows.com. We have Great. his brother's red books. These are the books where JJ Dillon wrote down all of Dusty's genius and day by day, all the towns, all the matches, all the gates, all the specifics, a real peek behind the curtain of the creative process and the business of the wrestling business. Jim Crockett Jr.'s personal books. We go over it day by day, month by month with David Crockett. We kick it off with January 85. And don't forget 85 is the year where they get TNT or they get TBS back from Vince McMahon. And he uses that money to launch WrestleMania. It's going to be a lot of fun this year. It's called the book with David Crockett and it's over at adfreeshows.com. Uh, I, I love adfreeshows.com. I think we've created a, a really cool opportunity for wrestling fans who love the nostalgia. They can get stuff they can't get anywhere else. And the book is a perfect example of that. Isn't it, Jim? Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, that's. 
That's a piece of history, Conrad. You'll see Dusty's handwriting. I don't know if you're going to show any how many pictures of the book you're going to show. Constantly. Uh, are the, uh, but it's I could pick out Dusty's penmanship <laughs> a mile away, and uh, I, I love this kind of stuff. I mean, if you want to know how things are booked and how it's organized and and all that good stuff, I mean, there's nothing else in the business like this. Yes. This is the most unique thing. Because uh, Mr. Crockett, Jimmy, uh, kept he kept copious notes. Yes, he did. And they didn't throw anything away in that regard. No. So I, I'm I'm with you. This is going to be a big hit for ad-free shows. And, and what helps ad-free shows helps all of us that are working on it to make it bigger and better and more profitable. Well, we greatly appreciate that. And we also want to remind everybody that we're having a lot of fun with these brand new t-shirts. Uh, grillingjrts.com is where you need to be. You can uh, take a look at grillingjrts.com and you can see lots of fun new t-shirts. It always comes down to cash and creative. How about a little JR visor? Seen him on the sideline with those before. We got the plush buddy. Where's my push, damn it? And who could forget red ass JR? This is all available at grillingjrts.com. And uh, in the meantime, we'd love to have your subscription uh, to our YouTube channel. We're going to start producing some behind the scenes content, little bonus action. You can check us out there at grillingjr on youtube.com. That's grillingjr on youtube.com. Interact with us. You see our social handles there as well. At JR's BBQ on Twitter is where you can find Jim. At Jim Ross BBQ on Instagram. And of course, follow along with the show at JR Grilling on Twitter and Instagram. I don't know what I expected from today's show, Jim, but it was fun. And I'm looking forward to next week because Me we'll be too. talking about the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase. You knew him long before he was the million dollar man back when he was yeah. in mid South. And we're going to talk about all the, the comings and goings and everything that happened with the one and only Ted DiBiase. And every day, something major seems to be happening in, in, uh, the, in, in wrestling. Yes. You know, the return of Mr. McMahon, is he going to be Mr. McMahon? Or is he going to be Vince? Right. What, what effect, if any, is he going to have on the creative? There's a lot of things that have yet to be determined. It'd be fun uh, just keeping up peeking at it and seeing what's going on. In the meantime, uh, and as Ed Whalen would say, Calgary, and in between time, we're going to kick some ass with AEW. We've got some big plans coming up. We just need to get everybody healthy. And, uh, and getting Kenny Omega back was, is huge. He's in that same Brian Danielson category of who's better. Uh, and Kenny's just a, he's a gift for the AEW. He's a gift for us to have on our roster. We just, I wish we, you know, we need to get everybody healthy and back on the, on the same page, getting everybody back on the same page that have been separated is a big thing. It's a really big thing. So in any event, uh, good, exciting things are on the horizon. And I'm happy to be a part of it, quite frankly, man, me too. And I'm excited that I get to help people save money over at SaveWithConrad.com. Normally we try to mention that during the show, but I just want to remind everybody, I know this time of year gets a little stressful. If you're dealing with more month at the end of the money, maybe you take a look at all those credit card bills coming due after Christmas and say, whew, how am I going to pay for this? I even read once Jim, that it takes most families between five and six months to pay off that holiday debt they put on the credit card. Well, what if you could just get rid of it? Just like that. Save with Conrad.com can do that. We can also get you a lower monthly payment. We're routinely helping our podcast listeners save six, seven, 800 bucks a month. You don't need perfect credit. You don't need money out of your pocket. So what are you waiting for? And I want to remind you, we don't say no, we say not yet, but here's how 
We're not going to treat you like the bank does. You're more than a loan number to us. We want to be your mortgage advisor for life. And we feel so strongly about that. We offer you a seven year guarantee. Let me explain. If your needs change for any reason over the next seven years, we'll refinance you again. Do you another loan without charging a whole new set of closing costs? We're going to waive our origination, which is how we get paid. We want to do it one time and do it right. But if your needs change, maybe the rates go up, the rates go down. You need to pull some cash out. You need to shorten your term. Unfortunately, you get divorced. Your job moves you, whatever. We got you, man. Save with Conrad.com. Oh, and how about this? Throw two house payments over the top rope. It's your single biggest bill. What if you got to not make that bill for the next two months? We can show you how to do it at savewithconrad.com. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. Oh, and I want to mention too, we have an A-plus rating with the BBB. And at any time, feel free to go check out our ratings and our reviews at conradreviews.com. Here's a five-star review. Easy to work with, very helpful in guiding us through the process. Would definitely recommend. Thanks for that five-star review, Chastity. What about old Jeffrey in North Carolina? Everyone was helpful, especially Diane. It was a great experience, even with someone with less than perfect credit. 100% recommend. Savewithconrad.com will save you money. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of how much. So find out right now today at savewithconrad.com. And that'll do it this week, Jim. We'll be back next week talking about Ted DiBiase. Thanks for the time today. And we'll see you next week on As the Vents Turns, right? Goodness gracious. Absolutely. And don't forget to watch Rampage. Uh, a new emphasis has been put on Rampage. This cards have have been bulked up and more star power. And I'm excited about that. You know, you want to build your brand. And I'm on this Rampage brand right now. And, and uh, I'm uh, loving every minute of it, quite frankly, because we do have that great broadcast team. Uh, we're getting we're getting bigger and better matches. Tony Khan's doing a great job of booking more meaningful uh, content, uh, in, in my opinion. And and so uh, check out Rampage TNT on Friday nights. Just check your local listings. It's ten o'clock Eastern if you care, and you should care. And uh, so it's good. It's all good. Business is good. I'm I'm supporting the Jaguars. I've kind of they've become my NFL team. And for obvious reasons, but man, they're hot right now. And they're, I would want to, as they say in, in the sports world, they're not the team you want to play right now. No, they're pretty damn hot. And Trevor Lawrence, even though he had a less than great game, uh, in the, and again, against, uh, uh, Tennessee, it was a great game to watch on television as a TV. I got home in time to see it all. So I was very happy. So go Jags and, uh, and Conrad, you're the best. We had a good show today. It was interesting. It's fun to go back and say, well, we could have done this. We could have done that. Yes. But, here, but here's the reason that we did this, mm-hmm. even though it may not have worked perfectly. So because sometimes this is an imperfect art form. Uh, it's always going to be that way. So in any event, we appreciate everybody's business and support. Quite frankly, it's been great. And I love doing this show. I do too, man. And I can't wait to do it next week with you right here on Grilling JR. With the voice of wrestling, Mr. Jim Ross. And eat more barbecue. Well said. Can't believe this is real, but Woo Wings, your very own virtual restaurant concept, is now open and fans can enjoy the legendary flavors and world championship wings by ordering with their Uber Eats or Postmates app. Woo Wings is now open in Nashville, San Antonio. Jacksonville, as well as Huntsville and Tuscaloosa, right here in Alabama. Many more locations coming soon. As a virtual restaurant, Woo Wings is looking to partner with existing restaurants in major metro areas. Tell your favorite sports bar or local restaurant you want Woo Wings in your town. 
and to visit rickflairwings.com for more information on how to become a partner. But if you're in Nashville, San Antonio, Jacksonville, Huntsville, or Tuscaloosa, hop on your Uber Eats or Postmates app and look for Woo Wings and try the only chicken wings worthy carrying the name of the 16-time world heavyweight champion, Woo Wings. Be sure to check out rickflairwings.com to become a partner. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.